Greetings from Bratislava and Berlin. My name is David. And I am Mark and you're listening to the Check Your Facts podcast. A podcast about digital journalism done by us, two digital journalists, with guests mostly from digital journalism. But uh, I can tell you now that today we're just uh, us two and we will shortly tell you why. But David, it's been a while. How, how have you done? It's been busy. It's been overwhelming and it's been like... <laughs> crazy yeah i mean we could directly deep into what we want to talk about and why we are alone and as you dear listeners probably um got to know and heard there was a murder of two young people going on in slovakia a young journalist and his soon-to-be wife uh, were killed in their home and probably because they are journalists or he is a journalist and probably because of his work. But um, yeah, David knows more about this because it happened in Slovakia. He was a Slovak and I bet the country is like upside down, especially the media scene. Yeah, it's um, just like you said. So two young people were killed. Jan Kuciak, an investigative journalist and uh, uh, Martina Kushnirova, his uh, fiance, uh, who's, who's an ar archaeologist actually. Um, and uh, they were both shot, shot to death, and the uh, probable cause of death is because of Jan's work. And I'm sure you know about this because uh, Jan was working for Actuality SK, which is an online website, Slovak, owned by Axel Springer Ringier. And there, there has been also like some ramifications, or not, not maybe ramifications, not the best word, but like also, 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 this has like not only been a huge news in Slovakia, obviously, but also in Europe and worldwide. For those who don't know what happened so far, can you just um, tell them what he was working on and why this could have brought people to to killing him and his wife? So yeah, Jan was working on like uh, many different stories uh, at 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 uh, like before before his death, he just sent a draft of uh, of a long article uh, uh, describing how Italian ma mafia named Drangheta uh, is is tied to the prime minister Robert Fico, who has by the time we are like recording this already been uh, uh, in like he stepped down also the minister of interior has stepped down uh, we're still waiting for the police chief to step down but he's mm, seemingly happy with the place he's holding at the moment and uh, and uh, so we know all of this, uh, what what Jan was talking and like working about uh, on, because uh, he already sent the draft to his editor in chief, and he was also working on it with like several other investigative journalists. Like there are not many investigative journalists in Slovakia, and they tend to you know exchange uh, like stories. So for example, when you're working on, on on something and your editor says it's not like a good story for the paper for that particular uh, news media, uh, you, you 
you being a, a good investigative journalist, you pitch the story to a colleague who can work on it. So, so this is how Jan actually got to work on this story. And we know all the details about this story because it was published after his death. So like uh, very soon, within a few days, all the Slovak media agreed that they will uh, finish his story and publish it. So, uh, so the story was almost finished. It wasn't like like super finished. There, there, there are like still many questions to be answered, but like the the, the first part of the story was published, and uh, and it was published. Uh, like at the same time, but every by every news outlet in Slovakia, also by some news outlets in Ch- Czech Republic, uh, and I guess you also published it in Germany, right? Yes, um, because Jan was working for Ringier, Axel Springer. Uh, everyone decided to like publish his articles, so all the leading media by our company by Axel Springer published the work Build Welt, uh, Blick in Switzerland, Letton, Business Insider, Newsweek, and yeah, several in, in Slovakia. So uh, we definitely put the link in, I'd say every language it is available, in the description. So you um, go and read it, please read it, because it's so important that like his work and uh, he will uh, won't be forget. And it shows how important investigative journalism is so right now how's the how's the feeling throughout the slovak media scene i mean you said there are colleagues working with him together are they afraid of um working on the stories how how is everything going now so this this was actually the first instance of uh, a journalist killing in slovakia that we know of that was like so public, so widespread, so 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 wildly reported and so violent, um, and and uh, the first thoughts like like obviously when this happened, it was a Monday morning, and uh, everyone was shocked. So so like I've spoken to many people, many people like journalists have written about this. There were many pieces by like different journalists who knew him and also didn't know him, but like how how it felt to them, and everyone said like they were afraid. Like after, so like the first thing like after they got the news, uh, it was like we a push notification, and it was it was like they 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 didn't believe. So that was also my first like experience. Like I got the news, I knew Jan. I mean, I, we weren't like like best friends or anything. Like we met a few times, and like you, you know him as other journalists in Slovakia, and uh, so I, I I I didn't believe the the information. So so that that was, and then I actually found out that like many more people, also my colleagues, felt the same way. They they got the news and they just like like did not believe it. They just oh, this is a stupid mistake. And then how you like think about it more and more than you are trying to find out and the more you find out about what happened and what's happening around it you you start being like afraid so like many people like many journalists uh mainly but also some people they they have said like on monday like they were like physically afraid like not the the, the, like the this overwhelming 
feeling of like being afraid like what can happen what can actually like what bad actually can happen to you doing your job which was until then i mean uh, unthinkable it was like like so much unthinkable that jan himself gave half a year ago an interview where he said like he's not afraid and that like we're living in an age where like he he's not afraid that we, he will get like even not beaten or harassed on the street or something like that so 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 it left an like extraordinary mark on everyone i would say and th- th- that's the bad things but they're like also uh, fortunately good things happened and like one of those w- was that all the like media has stuck together um now there are there is a, a cross newsroom investigative journalism team who of people like investigative like investigative journalists who are uh, working on like Jan's stories not just the ones he did not publish because if you're an investigative journalist you you have like many leads and you just like decide so okay now I will focus on this so you have a I would say a backlog of like cases you want to get to uh, and and because if you, because it's a long process, you're like thinking and, uh, and 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 investigating stuff, and you're not only working on one thing, but also on 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 the some of the stories he worked on before, because Jan was a very savvy journalist. He has like he 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 really loved his work, and he he has like been like famous for not uh, you know giving up and like uh, not being afraid Axel Springer CEO Matthias Döpfner had a very important message and I think he was on on all the media in Germany because like he's the CEO of Axel Springer and uh, it was one of our journalists um, but I I saw him like actually talking to the CEO of of Snapchat but it was like shortly after the killing of the two young Slovaks and he had to to share his uh, thoughts that on the one hand we saw for one year when Dennis Ugel was sitting in prison in Turkey what or how dangerous it is for journalists out there still um, and just days before Jan was killed um, Dennis was released from prison in Turkey and suddenly um, it struck us like a thunder when when Jan and Martina were killed, and he said like we will never forget them, and we can't forget them because we want to like strongly say we are journalists and what we do is really important. And if we now um, step back, uh, take a step back, it would be the wrong the wrong sign. So um, he said, and it's almost quotable, I think. He said we will always. Uh, we will never stop doing our job no matter what so he wanted to like strongly address this probably to everyone out there who is like fearing doing his or her job right now and i recently wrote uh, another statement by him where he said that uh, 2017 74 journalists were killed all around the world just because they were journalists and that's a really high number and 2018, which is hardly three months old, 
Um, six journalists have been killed, according to Reporters Without Borders. And that's just horrible. And there's still uh, 307 journalists in prison because they are journalists. So although we're living in the Western world, it's like still very rough and hard. I mean, I must say that the like the German, also the European, and the international support has 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 like has been like very very great. Yeah. Uh, like like I would so I'm I'm almost sure like everyone can feel it. Uh, like one of my investigative uh, like colleagues, Adam, who is an investigative journalist, and he's worked with uh, Jan on like few stories. They have like uh, talked to each other, exchanged ideas and information. Um, he like he he told me like first of all like after what happened on Monday, uh, he he was put on, in like uh, police protection for a few days as well. Oh, like, okay. Like, like all, all, also with his fiance, um, he and it's like he said like he he couldn't sleep for a week because he didn't know like if there is a police outside or like what's happening and it's like. You you don't want to go through that, and uh, he he was in the first days like contacted by like like journalists from like worldwide, you know, uh, they 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 wanted to know. So like I would I I'm imagine like there are like a few investigative journalists who are like saying about themselves not really like themselves but they're like you know who's an investigative journalist in slovakia because there are like few of them and they have like many many other journalists from around the world have reached out to them so for them it was like really really uh overwhelming uh, the, the first couple of days because because of this and um uh Sorry, I, I lost what I wanted to say. <laughs> no problem. The thing is that it's not only journalists like being supportive and everything, but especially in Slovakia, the people have been super supportive. I saw photos of um, of Philip. I don't know if uh, Philip Struarik made these, but there was this huge demonstration in Bratislava last week with. Uh, approximately 50,000 people and he wrote that it's the biggest demonstration in Slovak history and it's probably not just because of the killing but be because of everything that is behind and you mentioned in the beginning that the Prime Minister stepped down and resigned so how is the political the political days are going down in in Slovakia right now what are the people feeling I mean you told me you were there how was the like the overall atmosphere so the demonstration actually uh, went on for one hour or something like above an hour and like for the whole hour even before that like people just kept coming like even where and and, and when the the organizers said like the demonstration is over please go in like in peace you know like uh that they're like uh, ending the the demonstration like people are still coming in and like this one lady when they she she was coming for the protest uh, pro demonstration and she, she has seen us leaving she asked me like so where, where are we going next 
uh, which which came to me like funny that like it's this uh, you know feeling in people that we have to do something more and like common also common people have that in in themselves and it was it it was it was great because the demonstration only like lasted as i said like for an hour it wasn't too long uh the the, the speakers well 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 were like um, i would say um, they didn't talk too much like each you know because then it gets like boring and you just kind of uh be, be be lost in what they're talking about and uh, there will be another demonstration in roughly one hour from when we are recording this uh, because the prime minister has and the and the minister of interior they have stepped down but they said they will be not dismantling the government to to have an early elections but that they will like restructure the government with other people. Okay. And just before we come to this, what was the original purpose of the first demonstration? Was it to think of of Jan and his girlfriend or was it really to demonstrate against the government and So the first one, uh, first two demonstrations were actually and and this one I guess will be as well like uh, in the in the memory of Jan and uh, Martina, uh, like kind of uh, like remembering them, and in in the wake of that, like the the the, the organizers are first of all saying that they want the the the, the murders have like uh, investigated, like you know concluded the investigation, like what happened. They want like people want to know like what happened, like how could this happen? Who's responsible? And uh, and there are already like some some notions that the the investigation isn't going well because like there were like so many policemen at at the crime scene uh, and uh, like uh, they did not invite like the, the the right specialists to the crime scene at the time and so like all these information are coming up and you just like think about it and 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 think like uh this this is not going to be easy to 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 you know solve this case also like we had recently at, at sme uh, had uh, an interview with a past investigator who said like this will be invest like this will be investigated like for years but uh, do you know if any international police forces or anything like for example from Ita Italy are con so, included in, in the investigations? The government said and the police said that they are like working together with like uh, international uh, forces like uh, law enforcement but the Slovak law actually uh, forbids anyone from like outside of Slovak like a law enforcement agency to, to act within Slovakia so they could be they can be only at this moment just like you know they can be helping out by that but they cannot take over this is one of the other uh, demands by the organizers that they want um, for an invest uh, in, an international team to take over the investigation because they don't trust the police yeah wow that's uh, gonna be some rough times because normally you see that big 
demonstrations only in non-democratic, uh, not non-stable democracies. So um, I was really impressed by the size of it, uh, especially because we we had uh, so many Slovak guests and um, talking to you like every every week. I wouldn't have thought that something would happen in Slovakia. It's like it's just around the corner and it's Europe. And um, I was uh, very shocked about everything. So I can feel how it is like in in your country just right now. Yeah, I mean, um, the, 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 <laughs> the situation is kind of like uh, every day it's like unbelievable and undescribable, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So how do you plan on going back to a normal life? I mean, it's been some weeks now and we had um, the podcast break because I guess no, none of us was like really able to talk or to go on like, like it's, it's been a normal day. So how is Slovakia coming back to a normal life and how are you doing? So we shall see the next week if if there how how the the new government will look like, uh, because the the ruling parties agreed that they will form a new government with like new people in charge. So uh, there are there are like rumors like or some some polit like some 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 analysts saying that it, it's just like a facelift and the core problem will stay there and won't like you know go away uh, uh but but like legally this this is what they can do and it was like they are actually uh doing what was one of the demands of the organizers of the protests uh but like actually no one believed that they they could step down and let themselves be replaced by someone other uh i'm now talking uh, obviously of above all about the prime minister like fito yeah uh so which which is quite ordi- uh, extraordinary for him to step down because in like uh, our kind of de- democracies like which is like a young democracy that the prime minister would like dismantle the government before like stepping down. Yeah. Uh, and there would be new elections and everything. And there would be like, yes, new new elections. So we shall see. I'll I'll have my, like more information to give you when we'll uh, record the next podcast. But at at the moment it's like something happened. People have changed in, in like in the government. And and we shall see. It's like a, it's 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 a process. I would encourage everyone to go to the website uh, allforyan.com, where there is like a book of condolences where you can just put in some words and yeah, in remembrance of Jan and Martina. It's um, yeah a website with now I don't know almost five thousand comments. Mm. And I think it's available in, yeah, it's available in uh, Slovak, English and German as well. And we will definitely share all the articles like in English, German, if you want, and Slovak as well. The last article, I just found it on Bild. I 
probably uh, we can share it from from every website we find it and i would say let's just stay connected to everything that happens in slovakia it's not so far away uh, if you're listening from i don't know the west of, of europe the east of europe the south the north or the center of europe it's definitely one thing that um yeah is connected to all europe and to all of us and even if you're in the us or in australia or wherever please don't forget like jan and his work and everything around it yeah and with that being said i guess we're nearing the the end of this podcast to next in next podcast we'll again bring some guests so yeah. it won't be only uh me and mark um yeah, yeah we, we will um, go thinking back to how to end on a positive note but <laughs> yeah it's i mean we uh, keep on doing our work and um everyone is keep on doing his or her work and that's probably what yeah what what jan would have liked to do every of his uh, colleagues and i'm really looking forward if i can say it like this but i'm really looking forward what what's yeah what's coming out of of all the demonstrations and the change in in slovakia and it can be only the best for a transparent independent journalism so right yeah and um stay tuned for our other episodes i mean we had episodes with investigative journalists so if you're interested in the field of investigative journalism in europe just check out our other episodes subscribe rate us on itunes or wherever and yeah read all the articles we we put you in the description and uh, come and visit us at the international journalism festival in perugia which is um close to the yeah the pu- publication of this episode only a month away i think or three weeks and there we can all discuss everything so if you be if you are there just come uh, come to us and hook us up and we talk about everything you want and uh, guys don't forget to always check your facts yeah very important all right David. okay talk to you soon bye bye mark bye